The schedule has officially been released. And for the first time since 1978, the NFL has made a major change. We will preview the Chicago Bears this week and make some bold predictions. When will Justin Fields hit the field? And Vegas says the over-under for the Bears is seven wins. What do you got, Potato Heads? Grab a beer and hit the couch, sports fans. It's time for another episode of Monday Morning Couch Potatoes. Uh-oh. Sounds like somebody's got a case of the Mondays. Bring an in-your-face sports talk from Chicago, Dallas, Las Vegas, and beyond. And go Bears! And listen in to find out who'll get run over by this week's Smack Wagon. All that and more coming at you on this week's episode of Monday Morning Couch Potatoes. Here are your hosts, Ron L.V. Wrights and Timothy T-Dog Wiltberger. Oh, baby. You gotta love it. NFL schedule preview. Right? Like we're talking about the Chicago Bears. So yeah, the Chicago we'll preview Bears. the Chicago Bears today. We'll preview the Bears uh, this week. We'll uh, and Then we'll preview the Raiders next week. And then we'll fo- finish up with a preview of the Cowboys. There you go. The NFL schedule that came out. And you know what? There's, I don't know about you, man, but there's not a lot of things more exciting in sports than when the schedule comes out and you get to go see who's playing where and who's playing when and what tickets might I get or what game might I get tickets for. And I don't know if it's. I don't know if it means it's to you, but it's a lot more special this time around because we don't have to deal with, like we did last year with COVID and nobody at the stadiums and everything. There's going to be fans there, assuming everything goes according to plan. Yeah. Of course. Of course. But And to be honest with you, this will be our first full season reporting off on NFL when the games start. What you got there, T? Nice. As a matter of fact, I'll do the same. Oh, good. You took the pills. You go. <laughs> it's, it's the blue pill when we're done with this podcast. <laughs> I hope you choke on that, you prick. <laughs> well, no choking for me. No. The blue pill? No. Yes, I took my medication. Thank you very much. All right, rock and roll, man. Yeah, hey, NFL schedule's out. This is good stuff, man. Yeah, let's get finally get to see. Let's get right get into it. Yeah, let's get right into it. Chicago Bears twenty twenty one schedule just came today, and what am I looking at? Are they having preseason? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think they're going to have three games, right? Three preseason yeah, games. Yeah, so let's let's just talk. Right now, August 14th, they're playing the Dolphins preseason. Then they're going to, okay. August 21st, you're, they're going to have the Bills. Ooh, and then right. And then week three, you're going to have the Tennessee Titans. So two at home and one on the road, folks. But let's really, you know, who cares about preseason? Nobody cares about preseason. No. Well, you know what? Let, let's rephrase that. There might be a few that care this season, considering you got Justin Fields, who's likely to get some time there in the uh, 
in uh, the preseason. Yeah, I um, I'm excited uh, for the Justin Fields opportunity to see this kid in action, especially preseason. I mean, we got Andy freaking Dalton, baby. Oh God! Thanks for reminding me. So, <clears throat> week one, September twelfth, folks. September twelfth, week one. It's a Sunday. It's uh, seven twenty Central Time. Sunday night, baby. They're going to be on the road in L. A. Rams. And this is and this is the first of five. I think five primetime games run. All the other four are in the second half of the season. So I wonder if the NFL was thinking, hmm, just in case Justin Fields ends up being the starter game one, let's make sure the Bears are on the national stage, right? Yeah. Just in case, because you never know. What if something happens to Dalton, or what if they decide, you know, Justin Fields completely lights up the preseason, and they decide to say, yeah, you know what, Andy, sorry, you know, we changed our mind. Be a backup uh, for ten million, right? So they throw the Bears on a prime time game, first game of the season. Um, probably a pretty good reason why that was the case. The other four are in the second half of the season, so maybe they're thinking, okay, if Fields doesn't start the beginning of the season, yeah. and comes in later on, well, then they got a nice, healthy dose of Justin Fields in prime time in the second half of the season. So yeah. that's the that's the first thing that jumped out to me when I saw the way they had the prime time set up. Yeah, I mean, that makes total sense. Uh, you want to yeah. give the opportunity, in case he does pretty well in the, in the preseason, that potentially he could be on prime time for game one. And I'm right. sure a lot of Bears fans are probably hoping for that, to be honest with you. It's exactly right, and you know, obviously, this is a Rams. This is a Rams team that's probably going to be pretty good. I mean, think Matt. This is Matt Stafford's first game in Rams uniform, and it's against a familiar foe, right? He gets to, and he gets to do it on the national stage, which is probably exciting for him. Yeah. Um, but let's not forget, Ron. The Bears were were you know five and one against the Lions the past three season, and that was with Mitch Trubisky. Yeah. enjoying some of his best games against Detroit. I think he threw like 15 touchdowns in seven games against him, Kevin, uh, seven career starts. But what Stafford are they actually going to get, right? Is it the one who lit the Bears up for, what, 700 yards and four or five touchdowns last year in a couple games? Or is it the one from a couple years ago who threw like four picks in two losses to the Bears? You know, who knows? Because he's streaky, he's inconsistent during you know his career against the Bears. Um but overall, I really think that, you know, Sean McVay will have a lot to prove this year, and he's not going to allow the Rams to lose on opening night on the first Sunday. And, and this is the way I'm looking at it. There are a lot of folks out there that actually think the Rams could represent the NFC in the Super Bowl this year. There's a lot of people high on them. So okay. I see the I see ba- the Rams do they actually feel- edging out the Go Bears ahead. on this one. <clears throat> so I was just saying, I think I think the Rams are going to win the first game against the Bears. The, the question is... Sean McVay, did he get an upgrade in in quarterback or not? That the I think he did. I, yeah, I would say staff. I would say Stafford is an upgrade. Okay, over Jer, over the Jared Goff of right now. I mean, they're both. I mean, we we beat that trade up. I mean, they're both number one picks. For well, number one overall picks, right? Traded for each other. Um, you know, I think Stafford is just. You know, he was just floundering there in in Detroit. 
and they they had to make a move. And I think the Rams, for obvious reasons, with the problems they had with Jared Goff and Sean McVay and them not seeing eye to eye, um, they had to make a change as well. So I think this was a improvement, or it, it, this was going to be as good or better for the Rams to make this move. Um, for the Lions, I think it was a good move because they do get a serviceable quarterback that you know they're not going to necessarily completely tank, but they're definitely they've got some assets to be in a rebuilding mode. So. Okay, I mean I I appreciate that. I I feel the Bears have a really good opportunity to get a win on the road. Um, I don't think they're afraid of what Stafford can do. Um, we've game planned against that kid for the last you know umpteen years. And at the end of the day, the Bears should pull off a win. There you go. Nice. Okay. Week so two. Yeah, yeah, September 19th. Uh, it's going to be a, a Sunday game, regular afternoon game, 12 p.m. start in Central Land. It's going to be against the Cincinnati Bengals. Now, this, I, I'm looking forward to this game, actually. Um, especially with that rookie quarterback, he should be back. I'm hoping Joe Burrow. Yeah, yeah, and, and he's got Jamar Chase, his his buddy. He's got Jamar. Is Jamar Chase, and mm-hmm. and uh, they they made some you know they made some changes so far and some upgrades. So, but it is in Chicago, and um, Chicago afternoon, September nineteenth. Um, that's only two games back from a major injury. You know, Bears potentially can could win that game. I think maybe even break yeah, that mean, kid's you, other leg. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Bro, take Bro's other leg down. Well, they didn't. They didn't take care of that offensive line in that first round to help. So you could be right. I mean, you're right. They were busy this off season. I mean, they 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 needed to shore up a defense that was giving up almost 400 yards a game, right? So they gave, what, $60 million to Hendrickson from the Saints, who, yeah, he did have 13 and a half sacks last year, but that was on a, on a very talented defensive front. I kind of likened it to uh, Leonard Floyd and the success he had with playing with Aaron Donald, right? Yeah. Um, is Hendrickson really worth that kind of money? Um, I don't see him being the anchor of a line, and that's what he needs to be for that kind of money, right? But they also threw a boatload of cash at at the their corners that they got, um, uh, Chidobi Iwuzi or whatever the hell his name is, and Mike Hilton. Uh, but the former of the two who struggled with injuries last year. So, to me, the Bengals made yes, you're right. They they made some moves in the off season, but they made some risky moves, and I don't know if it's enough for a defense that was giving up 150 yards a game uh, on the ground last year. So I I think this is a agree with you. This is a very winnable game for the Bears early going. I mean the, the Bengals future looks bright. But I'll, I'll I'm with you. I'll take Chicago here and with Dalton actually showing some signs of life after stinking like shit in the first week. Yeah. That's what my uh that's what my swami swami prognosticating skills are telling me. And you have to think I don't know if Dalton played against his former team yet. But I'm sure there's a you know there's an opportunity for payback, too. So you've got a, a team that, um, as the Bengals go, is is still trying to shore up some stuff. A, a quarterback that is absolutely uh, coming off of a major injury, and an ex quarterback that feels like he should be able to play in game two. Of course, game one, uh, but also game two, where he, you know, he has some, he has an axe to grind. 
So yeah. rightfully so. So I yeah I, so far I got the Bears two and zero, and I got the T Dog uh, one and one. So that's right. that's pretty interesting. Let's jump ahead to th- week three, and we're looking at another ten o'clock start time. Or excuse me, twelve o'clock start time, Central time. I'm just thinking of Pacific time mm-hmm. uh, for Sunday, uh, September twenty sixth, and we and the Bears, my friends, are on the road. They are in Cleveland. I <clears throat> the Cleveland game scares me. I just feel like they Cleveland did I think Cleveland did enough to sure up some of the things they hit some of the things that they needed to fix. Mm-hmm. And you've got a team coming off of a, a same with the Bears, but really a team coming off of a pretty solid performance last year and making the playoffs. Uh, last year and too. getting and getting that big win over the Steelers in the wild card game too and getting so there there's a lot of momentum uh heading towards Cleveland I don't think they've lost anybody significant um Odell Beckham probably will be back I would assume and uh, you still got those wide re- crazy wide receivers and Mayfield is is turning out to be a better quarterback than most people predicted or thought it's yeah. taking no, some I, time, you know, but he, right. he he's looking pretty good. Bears on the road in Cleveland. I, I see that as their first loss of the season for me. Oh, all right. There you go. And, and I'm with you because Mayfield finally had a breakout season last year after struggling after a couple of years, obviously, right? Um, and you mentioned the wide receivers are solid. They got a solid running game with Chubb and um, uh, Kareem Hunt. Yep. Um, and they actually, the Browns got stronger on defense, believe it or not. I mean, they added Jadavion Clowney. And he's going to anchor the line opposite of Miles Garrett. So that's a pretty good one-two punch on the defensive line. Yeah. And they've added also defensive backs. I think John Johnson and and uh, Troy Hill. Troy Hill. So you're right. I mean the Browns are legit. We mentioned the wild card when they had. They took the Chiefs to task last year too, dude. Don't forget that. Yeah. Right. I mean, there's a lot of experts out here that these think these guys are ready to take the next step. And we talked about their draft picks last week and Greg Newsom and that linebacker from Notre Dame. Yep. Owasu Koromora that they took and they, you know, in the second round. So absolutely I think they're legit. Um but remember, Ron, this is the same team that lost to the Jets last year in the second to last game of the season, right? At the time when the Browns were fighting for a division lead, a Jets win yeah, but- that ultimately cost them Trevor Lawrence. So that's I'm true. Sometimes, yeah, sometimes you never know what you're going to get on the field. But again, Dalton under center, I'm with you. I give this one to the Browns. My oh, Bears yeah, fall to yeah, one yeah. and two. Yours fall to two and one. Yeah, I, was, I wasn't necessarily saying I was going with the Browns there, but it, sometimes you just never know. But yeah, I think the Browns are going to win this one at home. So you're right, but the Browns last year also had some injuries at the end of the year, too, and some players, they had the COVID uh, protocol going on uh, throughout the last couple of games of the season as well. Hell, I mean, yeah, I think they, they had I think they had a fan come in to play receiver one game, didn't they? Was that bad? No, they had a fan come in and play. Or no, I was thinking of the Broncos, too. But, yes, Cleveland had some issues with COVID. Broncos definitely had issues with COVID because they had all, all four of their wide receivers were out and their quarterbacks. Yeah, that was and all the that. other one, too. Yeah. Yep. Week four, Detroit Lions, Chicago Bears, October 3rd at 12 p.m. Central Time. Uh, it's in Chicago, so that's nice. That's helpful, right, T Dog? That's, that's helpful. Right, home field. And then um, we're playing a different quarterback, though this time. It's the Switcheroo. It's interesting that we're playing both teams that they switch to. So that's pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. And now we have to deal with uh, we we know their offense and we know their defense pretty well. 
I think we're dealing with more than just the quarterback. I mean, you know, really we're dealing with the quarterback. Unless, you know, I know you've got some stats on Detroit. Uh, did they do anything in the uh, draft or anything to help the Lions do better? Well, I mean, the Lions right now, and they the Bears beat them. Let's let's be, be honest here. The Bears have done pretty well against the Lions lately, right? They've won five of six. Like you mentioned, they've played real well against them. Um, but the Lions are clearly in rebuilding mode here, Ron, right? They, they shed some veteran talent. Um, and they've stockpiled some picks for the future. They're thin at wideout, right? Yeah. You mentioned, uh, you know, Kenny Galladay is gone and uh, Marvin Jones is gone. Yep. Um, so while golf is not a huge step back from Stafford per se, um, you know, he'll still need, you know, he's going to be running an offense that where the talent pool is noticeably thinner than what he was used to in LA. So I think this is indeed a number two win for the bears, at least in my book. I think they win this one and they move back to 500. It's definitely a winnable game for Chicago. The Lions, I think, are going to struggle this year, even more mightily than they did over the last several years. Yeah, that's true. I mean, Detroit's got – I mean, they do have some – they have some things, you know, as you're right. You're, you're absolutely right. They waived Karan Johnson. Um, the Detroit Lions signed tight end Darren Fells. Uh, this is just recently um, – yeah, these aren't earth-shattering moves no. by any stretch, right? No. I mean, they're just they're just not. I mean, uh, let's see here. It looks like the Detroit Lions signed wide receiver Jonathan A. Adams, uh, D'Angelo Amos. Uh, I'm looking, just scanning. There's nobody, like, jumping off the page here. You know what I mean? Yeah, so far, none of these names are blowing my skirt up there, Ron. And, I mean, the only thing that um, Detroit has really going for them is golf really i mean that's and he's got to just be depressed as hell <laughs> going from beautiful sunny los angeles to shithole detroit and not having you know all his little toys over there in la he's got to come over to detroit come on man yeah it's it's definitely work in progress i'm kind of looking at the roster right now and i'm looking for a wide receiver that's jumping out at me that i could be like all right and I don't, I don't, I just don't see it. So, Mm-mm. at the end of the day, the Chicago Bears get the, for me get their third win. So I think they're three and one at this time. Yep. Yeah, I can't see. Man, this would be very depressing if the Bears can will lose to Detroit at home. That'd be pretty. That's a tough call. Yep. Even with Dalton, if he's in there, we'll win it. I know, dude. <clears throat> I know. Even if Dalton's in there, we'll win it. And then we go to Vegas, baby. Now, this one's going to be interesting, Couch Potato Heads, because we are going to work on getting a couple of tickets. So the Monday morning Couch Potatoes will be hopefully live at the game. And then we're going to do our post-game analysis of the Las Vegas Raiders playing the Chicago Bears. Mm-hmm. This is week five, October 10, 10-10. At 3.05 Central Time or 5.05 Pacific Time. What no. is that? No, no, no. You got that wrong. Oh, yeah. The 1.05 <laughs> Pacific Time. Yeah, <laughs> one in the afternoon. Go. What am I thinking? So, so wait, the, the, wait. Where's my phone? Oh, no. No, 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 <laughs> oh, no. Come on. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. What you just said 
is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. Nice. All the potato heads are now dumber having listening to your just not knowing what the hell a time zone is. So, All right. Rock and roll. Thank you. All right. So I got my chance to play with my phone. <laughs> well, I'm sure you play with a lot of other things there, T-Dog. Not live on the podcast. I don't want to be, you know, grossing out our potato heads here. Fair enough. So um, Chicago is in Las Vegas. T-Dog should be flying out. We will be having a live podcast that day. And uh, I'm thinking we can set up uh, and do a little tailgating. Oh yeah, we. I'm literally. I'm. I'm being serious. We're gonna. We're gonna set up my podcast. We're gonna set up the podcast system. We're gonna try to go Facebook Live, folks. So be prepared for a live podcast. If not, we're gonna go live on Podbean, which is the uh, affiliate that we use to broadcast our podcast. And we're gonna go live. We're gonna have a couple mics set up. Uh, we can have uh, maybe a third mic set up, and uh, maybe we'll get some fans, uh, fan reactions before the game, get some fan reactions after the game. It's going to be very go. fun. So <clears throat> the biggest question is, did Las Vegas do enough to make their team better? Bears have to really keep an eye on the Las Vegas Raiders tight end. That guy should have been an MVP, honestly. He may have been the MVP for the Raiders, but Darren Wall. What is it, Darren, Darren Wallen? Wallen? Darren Wallen, yeah. Un- yeah he's, a, he's that hybrid. He's that receiver tight end hybrid. That you know, he's just unstoppable. He's un- he's unstoppable. And can can the Bears match up against them? I I'm gonna go on a limb and say the Bears get their second loss. I think they lose against the Raiders. And well, I mean, for me, I, I believe that by week by week five, they're they're three and two for me. And Vegas has, you know, a really, really decent wide receiver core. They're high offense. All I can see is Vegas tiring out Chicago, especially being on the road and um, coming away with the win. But. You know, maybe I'm a little biased. I live here in Vegas too, but I am a diehard Bear fan. What's your thoughts? Well, this, I gotta remember, Ron. This is a team that pretty much came really damn close to losing their last seven games last year. Right? You remember that? I mean, yeah, they were pretty bad down the stretch. They lost five of their last seven in in dashed what looked to be a very promising playoff run. Um, and their one of the their one loss was particularly ugly. I don't know if you remember that game because I know we talked about it on our podcast where they got smoked by the Falcons. Um, it was a it was a terrible loss. Um, but yeah, you know they had a tough stretch closing out right? and some poor yeah. judgment calls by yeah, Gruden. Absolutely, Gruden made some mistakes. Chiefs, Dolphins, especially in that Colts game. Um, but again, they were two very um, heroic Derek Carr performances at the end of the games from being. Oh, and seven because they barely beat the Jets, right? Was that late touchdown um, that they had and also barely beat the Broncos in the last game of the year. It wasn't until a last second touchdown or within the last 30 seconds or whatever. So had it not been for him, they would have reached seven games. So um, 
Oh, yeah. hey, Alexa's talking to me here in my in my office. <laughs> nice. Hey, Alexa, shut the. F- oh. Alexa, shut up. All right, she doesn't want to listen to me. Anyway, it sounds um, like nothing changed in the T Dog household. <laughs> yes, I will yell at the. I will yell at people in my household. But anyway, I, I see the Raiders. I'm with you. I see the Raiders hungry for a win here after because they got a tough slate to start the season. All right, they got some tough games at the beginning. I see them, you know, probably on the wrong side of 500 coming into this game against the Bears. So I'm going to take the Raiders in this one as well, dropping the Bears to two and three on my picks. Well, you know, you I go. mean, maybe Leatherwood will be a offensive line um, <laughs> improvement. Leatherwood? Are you kidding me? Yeah, Leatherwood. Are you kidding me? Playoffs. <laughs> what I'm getting at, though, is Derek Carr does need some protection. Maybe. Maybe that's it. But maybe. How about this? Good old Nick Kwiatkowski. Kwiatkowski. Kwiatkowski comes in for the final sack to Dalton, which knocks him out of the game. <laughs> and here comes Justin. Actually, Week five. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. That's a good segue, Ron, because I'll, I'll tell you what. The turning point for me. In 2021 is week six coming up against the Packers. <laughs> That's the turning point. This is where I see it for the Chicago Bears. Dalton starts his sixth game, and the Bears quickly fall behind the pack due to a couple of early picks on his hands. Yep. And that's when Nagy finally pulls the trigger and gets Fields in there, gets gets him his start of his career, he does not want to wait too long on this, right? They don't want to. They don't want to sit and and have this diamond in their in their uh, lineup and not put him in there. And he leads the Bears back against the hated Packers to a victory wow. in Soldier Field against the Packers, and the Justin Fields legacy begins. Boom! Wow. Mark it down. Wow! I wish I had to drop the mic little icon there. So let's talk about Green Bay for a second, though. It, 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 we have to talk about the elephant in the room. And it's not your mother, just so you know. Oh. <laughs> I know you're not talking about mine. So Aaron Rodgers, is he that big of a bitch where he's looking for gobs of money because he needs Did you say we're money. talking about the douche in the room? I thought you said elephant. I didn't hear you say we're douche talking about the douche in the room. Douche, yeah. So is is he really looking for the money, Tim? Is he really looking for the long-term contract? Here's the interesting thing. Today, the Packers just signed a quarterback today. Did you Blake see that? Bortles. Blake mm-hmm. Bortles. I mean, that's got to chap his hide a little bit more, don't you think? I don't. I mean, whatever. I mean, the guy needs a third. His- <laughs> They no. can go with zero quarterbacks. He's he seldom gets hurt. He plays the game hard. I'm not taking away any of Aaron Rodgers' ability to be a quarterback, a very good quarterback, if not one of the greatest quarterbacks in the NFL. But what is the big stink going on here? Does he really? He's 38 years old, or he's 37 going on 38. Does he really want a long term contract that? Locks him in to be a Packer till he till the day he dies at you know forty one or forty two dies out of the game, not physically dies or yeah. uh, but I mean is he is that what he's looking for, or is no, he or is he just sick and tired? Ego. No, well yes, but it, or is he sick and tired, and 
and really his the love of his life is pulling at his strings and saying, oh, God. ask for the most money because I want you in San Francisco or I want no. you in somewhere in California. No, no. no. I, think it's, I think it's all a crock of shit. I really do. I mean, you, you saw that meme that I sent you. Aaron Rodgers has had zero, zero first-round draft pick wide receivers in his 16 years, right? Yeah. Guess what? So did Tom Brady. Quit the damn crying. I'm sorry. And so it's. I'm his, not it's hearing him crying about not getting a wide receiver. I think he's getting. I think he's getting a well, little bit Well, then quit crying about what they're doing about about making the team better. You know what? If you're 37 going on 38 years old, your bones are getting a little bit more brittle. Something happens and you get hurt just because you're a. You've had you know whatever so many games in your career that you've finished or you're that good doesn't mean it's not going to happen. You know, that's like saying, you know what, I'm not going to carry car insurance because I haven't gotten an accident in 20 years. That doesn't well, say you're going to pull out of the driveway. Off. Get, if you doesn't mean you're going to pull out of the driveway and not get an accident tomorrow. I mean, come on. It, you know, so you protect yourself. No different. Packers are protecting themselves. And, you know, who knows what this Bortles signing means. It could mean anything. It could mean they're just making sure they've got enough quarterbacks on the on the roster. Or it could mean really? maybe something is going to happen with it. Really, Rogers. they 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 need extra quarterbacks. Come on, man! Come on, man! Yes, who knows? I mean, seriously. But I'm just, I'm just saying this would be a great opportunity. I mean, take. Okay, so week six we play the Green Bay Packers at home. I actually, I'm in agreement with you. I I, I think the Bears have an opportunity to win this game. And and win this game handily, um, as long oh, as handily. well as long as if if Aaron Rodgers is not in Green Bay, Bears win absolutely one hundred percent. If Aaron Rodgers is in Green Bay, it's a fifty fifty in Chicago, leaning a little bit towards Chicago, honestly. So that's fifty one forty nine. Then there you go. Ah, just making sure. Come on, so man. You got, so you got him going four and two. So far, four and two. All right. Rock and roll. And now we're going to week seven. They're going to be on the road in Tampa Bay. Did they play in Tampa Bay last year? No, they came oh, up. Yeah. They came up. That was up in Chicago. That was up in Chicago. Well, now they're going down to Florida. Where the gonna be, defending gonna be NFL Super Bowl champions are. Mm-hmm. And Tom yeah. Brady, does Tom Brady have it in him to take on the Chicago Bears October 24th at 325 Central Time? <laughs> you make sure you get that in there. Well, you remember, so you remember last year the Bears started off 2-0, right? With, and, that's, and then they pulled Trubisky, and they were 5-1 and one overall, and that was after they beat the Bucks. And do you remember what happened in that game with Tom Brady? Yes, I do. Actually, we yeah. we actually uh, highlighted on that. Um, he he thought ahead. he was in uh, down on the fourth. He thought it was mm-hmm. third and long, and really it was fourth and long. And he was like, "Hey, what what are you what are you doing? What are you talking about?" Like he almost had a Joe Biden moment. Actually, a senior moment. And he said, "This come on, man." <laughs> that's what he said he actually ran his ass over with the smack wagon too he got the smack wagon in that one he that did gaff cost his ass the smack wagon so um but yeah so that game was highlighted by the fact that you know 
Brady screwed that up. You, I mean, we also have to give Khalil Mack and Allen Robinson, I think, to thank for that win. They both came out big for the Bears. But look, there is there's no reason to think that the Bucks will continue, um, you know, won't continue to excel with the ageless wonder that they have under center right now. I mean, it until Brady gives us a reason to doubt him, I, I you got to give the Bucks the nod here, right? He gets a little chance to get revenge for his stupidity last year. So despite, you know, this is, and this is would in my book would have been Justin Fields first career start. So he loses his first career start, unfortunately going up against the greatest quarterback of all time, arguably. And uh, shit, my bears fall to three and four. And mine are four and three, right? Yeah. That's how are you taking them losing this game. Yeah. All right. Then there you go. You still got them a game better than I'm thinking. Yeah. So far. And then, right. then we got to go for Halloween afternoon. It's Sunday, October 31st. A nice, cool, but rainy. Halloween. Oh, exactly. Right? Hey, mm-hmm. listen, folks, uh, Couch Potato Heads. We were in Vegas when Chicago played Green Bay on Halloween night. And they literally played it on one half of the field. There was so much wind blowing. What year was that? 1994? What year was that? Um, I'll, I'll look because I have the mug behind me, so I'll, I'll take a look. Oh, there you go. But, um, but this time they're going to be playing. They're going to be playing Soldiers. I, I think it might be a rainy or a damp night. And honestly, if Jimmy G is not part of that game, I just see Chicago winning in in Chicago for sure. 49ers will get the loss. Jimmy G, uh what's Trey Lance? Uh yeah, whoever whoever I mean really whoever. I don't think the Niners have what it takes to fly to Chicago on Halloween spooky Halloween night. Really afternoon. And beat up on my bears. What do you got? Well, I think I might have to agree with you. I mean, the Niners come to town behind if they come to town, you know, with with Jimmy G um, leading that offense, and you got Nick Bosa anchoring that defense. I mean, listen, San Fran struggled um, against mobile quarterbacks last year. Murray rushed for ninety yards and a touchdown against him in the early season win for the Cards, and I think another seventy five or so yards later on in the season. Russell Wilson was stellar in in Seattle's two victories over the Niners. Josh Allen torched the Niners defense as well you know will San Fran be better this season it looks that way but I'd look for fields this is where fields to me gets his first career win Halloween not night afternoon whatever you call it um but a big win it over the Niners at home so yeah I think this is definitely a winnable game and you know we we have a quarterback that plays in these types of elements playing for Ohio State relatively the same kind of you know weather temperature that kind of thing but going back to, you know, in history, it was October 31st, 1994. The T-Dog okay, and the LV right. 708 were playing at Green Bay Packers and uh, against the Chicago Bears at Wild Bill's Saloon and Steakhouse in Excalibur. So we weren't at the game. We were at the bar watching it. We were at the bar. $5, <laughs> guys. Check this out. $5. You got like a, I don't know. 20 32 ounce 32 ounce glass uh um embossed 
in gold and all that stuff. Uh, memorabilia cup that you can load up as much berries you want in this damn thing. And, and it, unlimited and, burgers and hot dogs. Yes. For $5. For $5. <laughs> to- totally worth we need, it. We need 1994 back again. Of course, that would mean, we've, I think we got, what, Eric Kramer at quarterback? Yeah, no. That's not good. That, that game, that. Let, let me tell you something. If you guys get a chance, you should Google uh, 1994 uh, Green Bay Packers. I swear to God, it was all played on the, I think it was the right side of the field. It was completely muddy and dirty. The left now, side was that the was, one where the guy jumped out of the stands and caught no, the ball? No. That was a different one. That, okay. We were at Pinkies. We were at okay, Pinkies. for that one? Yeah. Right. Oh, there you go. So then we move on, man, then we are going to Heinz field folks. We're going to be playing the Pittsburgh Steelers, uh, Monday, a Monday night game. Here we go. Our first, here we go. Our first prime time after the week one, we're in week nine and we are playing Pittsburgh Steelers Monday night. Um, go ahead for start us off. Yeah, this is, so again, based on me having Fields win the starting job, this is his first action on the national stage. And, you know, I, I think that to me he doesn't disappoint. I mean, the Steelers' defense was great last season, right, Ron? But yeah, they got hurt. They got hurt this season, uh, this offseason with some cap casualties. So um, they really didn't do anything to remedy that offensive line either. We talked about that in mm-hmm. the draft uh, podcast, right? They They added Najee Harris, which you said, hey, man, they need a running back to improve the running game. But if there's nobody to block for him, it doesn't mean shit, right? Yeah. So he doesn't have the top five college linemen like he had leading the way for him anymore. So I think that – I think here, to me, the Bears – this is a winnable game. They pull off a shocker here. I don't think Pittsburgh is going to be as good as they were at the beginning of last year, right? Um, they they started off 11-0, and they finished 1-5. and I, I just think they're going to continue on that slide, especially with the likes of what we just talked about with Cleveland being a lot better and Baltimore going to be good again. I think Pittsburgh's going to be in some trouble. I see the Bears picking up a big on the road Monday night win here against Pittsburgh. Wow, you, you got it, buddy. Wow. Okay, so that's so that's two wins in a row. You have them winning yeah. against the Niners, mm-hmm. and you have them going on the road and Justin Fields because he's continuing on right now. Mm-hmm. Their first two wins back to back, and I have to agree. I have to Ooh. agree. I believe I, I feel the same thing. I feel like the Bears have enough uh, defensively to eke out the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, what's interesting about Week 10 bye is we have a commercial for Week 10 bye. So we're going to go ahead and go right into commercial, and then we're going to come right back to Week 11 Baltimore Ravens. So here's the commercial, folks. I'd like to thank our sponsor, the U.S. Postal Service. When you want something expensive thrown on your porch and stolen, you want the U.S. Postal Service. Well, there you have it. The Postal right. Service, hey, if you want it stolen. <laughs> or broken. Or broken, go to the Ravens. Call the USPS. So now we're in, uh, we're at Soldier's Field. We're home again. Uh, we just came off of two wins and a bye. And we're going to be playing a very tough Baltimore Ravens team with Lamar Jackson. Mm-hmm. I yep. didn't catch uh, anything uh, from Baltimore standpoint on the draft. Were you able to pick up on any tips? Yeah. Well, they got they got um, Rashad Bateman. Okay. So good receiver that they picked up in the draft to go along with Sammy Watkins, who they got as a free agent. So, you know, they give that gives Jackson some new toys to play with. Right. And while yeah. 
while it's true the Ravens did take a step back last year after their stellar 2019, right? They went whatever 14 and two, and um, but this is again, this is still a decent, decent defense. Um, you know, as good as they were last year, you know, are they going to be that good? Maybe not with the losses. I mean, they did lose uh, Matt Judon, right? They lost him. They lost uh, Ngaku, or the hell his name is, Yannick Ngaku. Uh, but they're still a good blitzing team. But tell you what, this is what I look for, and you've seen this a lot in fields in college. Uh, they're a good blitzing team, but he's going to exploit. Fields will exploit the reliance of uh, on that blitz. Yeah. And, you know, we can have some dazzling plays. This is the one where you see, like, Fields have one of those knockout games. You know, we were talking last week about um, was Trubisky a guy that ever, you know, when, yeah, he was mobile, but when he got into the kind of into the second tier of the defense, did people get panic? No, they didn't. Fields, on the other hand, he can make you panic when that happens. I see him doing that here against the Ravens, the Russian for like a buck forty-five and a couple of scores. Wow! And Jesus. yeah, leading the Bears over there. Oh hell yeah, dude! I got it. I got it all. I got my little stats. Okay. Typed okay. Up here, I, so. I'm seeing. Um, I'm seeing Bears. <laughs> this is where we differ, and I think this is where our our wins losses come together. Okay. I see the Bears at home losing to the Ravens. I got the Sunday. Bears on a three-game winning streak, baby. Yeah, they come off the bye. I, th- I think they're a little bit restless. I don't see um, the you know the excitement, and uh, I think we're now currently at what uh, I'm currently at what five and five, six and four, both of us. Oh, excuse me, six and four. Yeah, mm-hmm. I see that as six and four. So it, th- I, I still think, and I totally agree with you. I think this Baltimore Ravens and Bears game is going to be a great game. We're going to see some razzle dazzle, but that buck 45 might come from the other guy. Just saying. <laughs> Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> but we there can go know. back to a, a consistent win. And I'm calling it right now. Turkey day, baby. Oh, November yeah, 25th. Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. We're playing. We're at Detroit for field. And we are going to go, 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 go. get that turkey. And we're not talking about three strikes. That, that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about it's Thanksgiving Day. It's 11.30 Central Time start. And the Bears and Justin Fields gets his taste of what that whole experience is all about. And once again, you're going after a, a team that's just not, shouldn't be doing very well. And even on the road, I'm going to tip my hat to the Chicago Bears. Even in the short week, huh? Even, even after that, yeah. Even in work. the e- hey, even in the short week, because because you know why? You know why, Tim? No. Let me tell you why. The Bears are who we thought they were. That's why, my friend. All right, all right. You know what? I don't even need to say anything else. Then that that works for me. I take the the Bears on Turkey Day too. All right. Now, this would have been interesting if it was on the road. But it's not. It's back in Soldiers, and it's Arizona Cardinals. Soldier. There's only one. Yeah, Soldier. Soldier Field. Yeah. Arizona Cardinals are playing the Chicago Bears. Week 13, December 5th, 12 p.m. Central Time. 
This one is another really good uh, man. Actually, this one's going to be fun. We this fun. is a really good lineup for the Bears. I mean, just right. in general, there's some high high profile um, quarterbacks that that mm-hmm. either our our primary quarterback currently, which is Andy Dalton, is going to be playing against, or Justin Fields, which we know should be in this game. And now you're talking about. The Arizona Cardinals, who's the quarterback? Um, Kyler Murray. Ky- Kyler Murray. Yeah. Going, going in- into his third season. Man. I almost, gut feeling, Arizona wins. Gut feeling. Just, I, I don't even know. I just feel like Arizona well, wins. And let me tell you why. I feel like Kyler Murray's going to have a little bit more. Going into his third year, he's going to have a little bit more. He has the weapons. He has the weapons, man, and and they they on their on their draft side they did they did pretty good. They picked up what they needed to pick up, I think. But I mean, who who trades away a mediocre running back for probably one of the best wide receivers in oh, the NFL? You're still going to beat him up on that, huh? That was a while ago. It doesn't matter. Smoke has the dust has settled on that gaff. Don't let that one go. No, no, no. Uh, what I'm getting at though. You've got one of the probably one of the best wide receivers that you just you you stole from Texans, and you got a third year Kyler Murray. Yeah, I don't know Chicago. I don't think Chicago's defense. Honestly, I don't think their defense is going to be able to handle the uh, the the barrage of bombs from uh, Kyler Murray. But what do you think there, T-Dog? Because you know what? You're on the you're part of this podcast, my friend, and oh, we need gee, to hear thanks. what you have to say. <laughs> well, I mean, you're right. The cards were busy this offseason for sure. They added the aging, but otherwise still dangerous, J.J. Watt. I don't know if you remember that. Yep. Um, they added Malcolm Butler on defense as well, and A.J. Green is there, but he's replacing Larry Fitzgerald. So, you know, some of the additions they made were additions – to replace subtractions. Um, But Murray, you talked about the draft. They did. I mean, they got Rondell Moore in the second round, which you and I talked. That was a steal. Yeah. That was a steal for the cards to get him in the second round. We mentioned that last week. So, so I think overall the cards have improved. And if Murray takes that next step, right, we said, this is his third season. If he takes that next step, this is going to be a fun, a fun team to watch. You're right. It is exciting to see the bears. that are going to be playing these kind of hot quarterbacks. This game, I think, is going to be exciting. Um, but I see, you know, them coming into Soldier Field and, and ending Field's three-game winning streak. I'm with you. I'm picking the Cardinals, beating the Bears at home. Wow. Well. Yep. Wow. Damn. Yep, yep, yep. That's what I had jotted down, my friend. Oh, my goodness. So um, so we're still tied. <laughs> yep. Both, we have them both at 7-5 and five coming into – Week 14 on a Sunday night against the in Lambeau. Fudgebackers. Yeah, in, in Lambeau. Lambeau. Sunday night football. Now, now I, I hold on. Now, I know for a fact that I watched a Sunday night football game in Chicago. It was Bears-Packers, and the Bears lost like 12 to 7 or some, some crap, 12 to 9 or something. That was a couple of years ago. Do you remember 10 that? 10 to 3. 10 to 3. Thank it you. It was the opener. It was a season opener. Yes. Yes. I think it was a Thursday night, though. It was the opening of the 100 season. I think it was the Thursday Very night. Very good. Nevertheless, right. 10 to 3 loss. Yeah. yeah. 
But it was in Chicago. It was. So we have a couple of variables that could predict maybe some different outcomes. I would say if it's Aaron Rodgers, I Aaron Rodgers still Green Bay Packer. It's going to be Aaron Rodgers. Let's let's settle that argument right there. He's not going anywhere. If it's going to be Aaron Rodgers, it's going to be a Bears loss on the road in Green Bay. Once again, Rodgers still can dominate. He he can still outthrow any quarterback there is. Um, that I mean, that's really that that's the reality of it. Uh, we struggle with Green Bay um, defensively. I don't know if we can handle Aaron Rodgers again. Even though I hate saying that, but if it's not an Aaron Rodgers, we win. But you say Aaron Rodgers is going to be in. I beg to differ. I I would like to feel. I like to feel that the Bears can beat Green Bay Packers because there is no Aaron Rodgers. But you know, for all I know, Mose. I hope I'm wrong. I hope you're wrong too. It ain't going to be Mose Tatupu. Okay, it's not going to be Lofa Tatupu either. Okay. But it will be a Packers win. I'm going to take him winning this one as well. Bears drop to seven and six. Would you stop copying me? No, I'm not copying you. Now, folks, I have it it in my notes. Okay, couch potato fans, just let you know. We did not have any conversation about what we felt. What you're hearing is absolutely 100% live for real. Like, I, I don't even know. As I'm scrolling through the page, I don't... I'm finding out who we're playing next because I have no idea. <laughs> All right. Well, who are we playing next? Well, we are playing Monday, Monday night. night, Minnesota. First time playing Minnesota this season. Right. And it's going to be December 20th at 7.15 Central Time. And we're going to be in Chicago Monday night. A nice, nice you, prime time game. Do you want the, my opinion on this? I can tell you no, right now. You're, you, go ahead. No, you go ahead. No, I don't want your opinion on this. But I'm going to give you my opinion on this. Uh, as you know, because I like to bash my opinion on it. But um, so Monday night, Vikings, they're going to look to have. So, you know, they've got that explosive trio, right? They got Adam Thielen. They got Justin Jefferson. They got Dalvin Cook. Yeah. You know, Thielen, Jefferson, and Cook. Yeah. Nice. Sounds like a law firm, doesn't it? Um, Cousins will have no excuses, man. They'll have no excuses to keep the Vikings at his top on, uh, from you know, from an offensive standpoint this year. But the defense was shit last year, dude. They were bad. And and I don't think they've made any changes to make that any different. Have you? I mean, I haven't seen anything. I haven't heard anything either. So I, I, I can't I can't see the Bear. Uh, this it seems to me like this might be one of those those kind of high scoring Monday night games, you know, that you see where you look at the box here and you're like, holy shit, they won forty one to thirty eight in overtime. This seems to me like this might be something like that. So Bears Vikings. I take the Bears getting a big win on Monday night. Another national win for the Bears in my book. Wow. So, yeah, that's that's me. That's my opinion. No, I I like it. I like it a lot. Eight and six with three games to play, baby. What do you got? Who do you got on Monday night? Well, um, you're absolutely right. I'm not seeing a lot of uh, defensive signings. Uh, they did pick up safety. They agreed terms on March 29th for a, Xavier Woods, a safety. Uh, they did pick up Patrick Peterson. They agreed terms with him. Not, not the, not the prime Patrick Peterson. No, but they did right. get they they got somebody. 
They also picked up Chad Beebe. That's a wide receiver. I don't know. Um, they also picked up uh, defensive tackle Dalvin Tomlinson, linebacker Nick Virgil, and um, Rashid Hill. I don't know. I, I there, nothing jumping out. You're absolutely right. Nothing jumping out. Um, they they in the trades or in the draft. You know they went with quarterback. They picked up a quarterback out of Texas A and M, Kellen Mond, uh, North mm-hmm. Carolina linebacker Shaz Surrett, Ohio State guard Wyatt Davis, and Pittsburgh's defensive end Patrick Jones the second. Um, I don't know. I don't see them. You know, really doing anything much. So I, it's in Chicago. It's a Monday night. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> It's in Chicago. It's on a Monday night. Uh, Chicago win. Absolutely. Beauty. I have the Chicago right. win. Yep. Uh, I don't know who you picked for that game, but uh, I, I have picked, the Chicago I win. Picked the, I picked the Bears. So we're, Ooh, we got them both going man. eight six All right. right now. All right. Here we go. Now, we now just for the record, we have, a, I think, officially passed the over on Vegas's line for the Bears this year. I think the Vegas has the Bears at seven and a half. Wins, so so far we've already got them at eight wins. So you and I need to put down some money on the Bears over this year. Okay, so I need to send you some cash. You can do, it. and we need to put we need to put some potato head money. Okay, down on, and we'll we'll figure out an amount, and we'll do that, and we'll put it on you over, and we'll see if we can yeah, win legally. some money for the potato heads. legally, folks. Oh, yeah. of course, legally. Oh, yeah. Anyway, now the All question right. is: Do they get their ninth win? Over the next three games. So the next game following is the Sunday, December 26th. It's 3.05 Central Time. It's against. It's on the road. They're going to the Lumen Field, folks. Do you know what the Lumen Field is? Do you know who houses the Lumen Field? It's the Seattle Seahawks. The Seattle Seahawks. Ah. I don't know, dude. I mean, now they're not the Legion of Boom like they were a few years ago. They're probably the Legion of, you know, Boomer, like they're old. But Russell Wilson could have been traded to the Bears. I think there's an axe to grind there with Russell. I think there's an axe to grind. I think he's going to come out. And I don't think the Bears are going to have what it takes to win in Seattle. I have the Bears losing in Seattle. Well, a lot of that depends on what's going to be going on at the end of the year anyway, right? And what position both teams are going to be in. To your point, as far as an axe to grind, he might have other bigger things to worry about. But, you know, I don't. the Seahawks don't figure to be much better than they were last year. But, heck, that's not too bad. I mean, they were 12-4. and four. So they did help the offensive line. Actually, they got one of your guys. They got uh, Gabe Jackson in a trade yeah. from the Raiders, yep. right? And and I don't think he allowed a sack last year, so he's he's coming in to keep you know Russell from being on his ass the whole game. Um, the defense should still be pretty good. Yes, they lost Shaquille Griffin, I think, to free agency, but they added some other pieces to kind of help that pass rush. So Seattle, to your point, is a tough place to play, no question about it. And I think it's going to be even tougher when you're a rookie quarterback, right? This okay. is kind of one of those growing pain things for Fields, so I think the Hawks win this one as well. So I'm going to take, I'm going to take. I got Seattle as well. The Bears dropping to eight and seven with that loss, as do you. I do. 
All right. So, man, now we go on to the New York Giants. It's at home. And honestly, I'm looking at the Giants, uh, you know, who, who they picked up, who they drafted. I mean, they want their first pick overall was 20th overall. And it was thank you, Chicago. Thank you, Chicago. And they went with uh, Kadarius Tony, wide receiver. Mm-hmm. I think they really need they needed a wide receiver, absolutely. But you know what's interesting though? In March, they picked up uh, Kyle uh, Kyle Rudolph, tight end. Mm-hmm. Yep, I think that's a pretty interesting pickup. Uh, also, they picked up Kenny Galloway, Galladay, Galladay. Excuse yep. me. Um, they also picked up line. They did a lot of, they picked up some, some players, dude. Uh, Reggie, um, excuse me, uh, Devante Downs linebacker. I'm looking to see if there was anything else that pops up. Well, well, let's be honest, Ron. I mean, they, they look at that. Look at that. What you just went through. Daniel Jones has no more excuses. Yeah. Right? No, I no mean, more. You just, you, no. I mean, you, you got Galladay, you got Rudolph that you just mentioned. They landed Kadarius Tony, that he's a big play guy. They got with that twentieth overall pick. You know they didn't get Devonte Smith, which we talked about, right? Mm-hmm. He they the the Eagles jumped them to get Smith, and that was their guy. So they traded back and still got a good good receiver in in Tony. So yeah, they get Barkley back, and he's healthy and playing like he's supposed to be playing. Jones has to either step it up this season. Or he's likely going to be considered a bust and will force the Giants to reassess that whole thing, you know, or what they're going to do with the QB position. But, you know, so you, you're absolutely right. They made moves to make it so that Jones has no more excuses and they yeah. have to play well. But who knows? Because I don't know. The Giants are one of those teams, dude, where I just don't know. I mean, they were 6-10 and 10 last year. But if they can figure out how to get their polar shit together, this team actually could be decent. It you know kind of worries me yeah. there a little bit. I know? mean they they picked up running back Devonte Booker. They picked mm-hmm. up defensive end Iafetti, Odin Nibogo. They picked up wide receiver Boogie John John Ross, and also let's not forget they picked up Mike Lennon. Oh, nice. Well, those are all free agent signings for the Giants. They 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 did release. They terminated Golden Tate and David. Like terminated May. him like he's been terminated. Vested veteran, all contracts. Yeah, they terminated him. Ugh. And guess what? He won't be back. <laughs> he's been terminated. So you know, here's the. So well, I'll, I I'll haven't you told why. you who's going to win or lose, but I can tell you right now: the Bears at home against the Giants win. Well, now you're going to tell me they're going to win. I'm going to tell you. It doesn't matter. I'm going to tell you. That's what I'm going to tell you. Here's the thing with the Giants. I mean, I I look for them. For this game, I look them to already be out of playoff contention, right? The, the, the NFC least is not likely going to come down to like it did last year where it was the king of the pigs. Uh-huh. It might Remember still. That? It still might. I, I don't know. You know, I think the Cowboys and Eagles are going to rise to the top in this one. And, you know, this is going to probably be a meaningless game for the Giants because of that. I don't, I don't see if they got Dak Prescott back healthy. Uh, I think the Eagles improved their position on a lot of the moves that they made. Uh, yeah, their quarterback is still young. There's some question marks there. But I, I just don't think it's going to be that type of division again this year. So the Giants, to me, don't make don't take that next step. I really don't see it with Jones. Meaningless game for the Giants. 
Bears in the playoff hunt with the record we have, Matt, right now. I'm going to take them. They improved to 9-7 with the win. Even, you know who the um, the Giants do have on their roster? They have Taquan Mizzle. Mizzle. Shizzle my Mizzle? Yes. And he was a bear. <laughs> and he was a bear. It's it's a little late. Kyle Rudolph, though. I mean, that's a, that's a pretty big pickup. But I still see the Bears end up uh, winning against the Giants. Um and then we got to go back down to the last game of the year. So that puts them at what? Nine and nine and six? Nine and seven. That's it. There's only 16 games in an NFL season run. Well, folks, little did ye know, there are 17 games. And those oh, games. That's right. The added game. Hey, let's explain something to our couch potato fans. Why there is a 17th game and, and how does that work? Maybe there's okay. a lot of people that don't know. Well, why there is a 17th game can be summed up with one word, money. That's it. That's all there is to it. That's why there's 17 games. Okay. Um, how they're doing it is actually pretty interesting. They, they you Basically, they they pair up the conferences. Now, the interesting thing about the odd number, you have 17 games. You have an odd number of, of games in a season, so you can't have an even number of home games, Right can't be eight and eight now it's eight nine or nine and eight right yeah yeah well since there's so much stock put in to home field advantage and home field concessions and everything else you can't make it unfair so they basically said okay it's got to be in you can't have the green bay packers for example having nine home games while uh, the bears for example only have eight that season right that's just not fair when it comes to the the layout so they set it up so that you're playing your so you know that in the NFC or rather in your in your home schedule you play your obviously your your three division opponents six times that makes up six games you play one of the other conferences in the NFC each of those teams four times you know or once rather in those four teams so that's 10 games you play another AFC um division those four games that makes you 14 and then to get your excuse me your last two yeah is the same place finisher in the other two same conference um, divisions that you're not playing that year as the four teamer. So in the you know in this case that's the Buccaneers for the for the Bears um, because they finished in the same second place position as as Tampa Bay and the um, uh, who's the other one the who is the other oh the Rams so the Rams is the other no it wouldn't be the Rams because they're playing the West. Um, oh, Giants. That's right. Giants. The Giants finished in second place. So what they did was, is they said, okay, take the AFC, take an AFC division, pair it up with the NFC division, and you play the same seed finish as that team from this, this past year. I, actually, I think they made it two years prior, I believe. I have to double check that, but whatever. It doesn't matter. So that way, this year, all of the NFC teams are playing on the road. So every NFC team will have eight home games and nine road games. And next year, it'll be the opposite. Every NFC team will be playing at home and wow. have nine home games. Did you hear that, so that's folks? How they did it. So that's how they did it to make it fair, which I get it. Um, it is an interesting way to lay it out. But now that leads you to the fact that the Bears play a 17th game in week 18, yeah. right? And... All, and what's even crazier, Ron, is due to all this, 
the extended season. The Super Bowl is played on February 13th now. That's the latest the NFL season has ever concluded. So it's like we just keep creeping more and more into into baseball season. Well, closer <laughs> to be honest with you, closer to baseball season, right? right. Uh, the, so that. The, yeah. the well, closer to the well, when you say closer to the season, but really closer to where pitchers and catchers come, right? right? Exactly, and, and so closer a small, to a smaller gap there. And Valentine's Day, it's close. Oh, that's important. That's important. But the in week eighteen, Chicago is at. Chicago is, or Chicago, whatever. They're going to be at U.S. They're playing the Vikings. U.S. Bank Stadium. That's where I was trying to go with T-Doc. Don't interrupt You're me tripping again. over yourself there. Don't interrupt me. me again, okay? So They're 9-7. and seven. I'm interrupting you right now. We both have them 9-7. and seven. This is likely a playoff game, period. Yes. So, so It's a playoff that, game on the road. Chicago ends up losing. Ooh, nine and eight. Okay. All right. All right. They just I can't. The Bears, I'm, I got the bears marked down as winning to improve to 10 and seven overall. Wow. And making the playoffs and backdooring for, for and, the third time in Nagy's four seasons. How, how about that? Third uh, time in the playoffs. That's amazing. And what's even more amazing is, with my scenario, Nagy and Pace. He's got to go. <laughs> He's well, got to go. They don't make the playoffs at nine and eight. That could be a playoff. It doesn't matter. Last year at eight and eight. There's no way at nine and where are we at? Not, oh, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Nine and eight. Add so you have them finishing nine and eight, but you have them winning. When did you have Fields taking over? Because you have them winning like six or seven games I, with Justin Fields. You don't think that I have them turning no. around and winning with Fields no. is enough to do? Okay. Uh, I'm here's what here's the reason why. I just think Nagy's going to put too much shit too much in his head, and or we're going to have some some injuries that's going to be detrimental to the Chicago Bears. Okay. Well, here's I'll tell you what. Now let's let's think about this a little. So we, we've got what we figured these guys are going to finish. You know, I got this noted. So you know, this is written down. What I said, my you know, the record was going to be. But let's be honest, this is going to be tough fear for the Bears. I mean, they've got eight. They've got eight games. So half their slate is against twenty twenty playoff teams, right? That yeah. most don't figure to be any worse than they were last year, if not better. Maybe Pittsburgh takes a step back, a couple steps back, rather. Green Bay might take a small step back, but still is a playoff probable team. Um, they've got the defending Super Bowl champions on the docket. This is going to be a really tough season, and it makes you wonder if if they trip out of the gate, how soon? You know, we mentioned there were a couple wins there early. You know, if Dalton comes out of the first quarter of the season and he's two and two, is that replaceable? I don't know. Mm. You know, so. I, I don't know. It's just interesting. One other thing that quirk that's kind of funny about this too, Ron, the Bears have no back-to-back home or road games. So they have no game where they're no, – Even no at, point through they, the bye? No, even through the bye. So no back-to-back home or road games. You can't really get in a rhythm there, right? You, sometimes you get those three home games in a row. You get a real nice home run going. You got a good feel. Um 
you know, sometimes you're on the road three in a row and it just kind of changes the way you, you sort of get ready for games and things like that. They don't have that. It's, it's home away, home away, home away, yeah. just right on down the line. Wow. I'm just it's looking crazy. at it right now. Yeah. Yeah. Is that, I don't know if that even happens like that. I don't know that that's ever happened before. I mean, it, it would, it would be interesting to see if that's the case. I, I'm assuming, I mean, let me change that. I would guess it has considering the multitude of schedules that we've had in the, in the NFL. Wow. But, I don't. Who knows when the last time it happened? But I don't know. Um, and you had said mm. last week, I think that you're like, I hope the Bears don't play the Raiders in London. Which, which they're not. They will not. They're not going to. Thank you, COVID. Um, the but the top two picks in the NFL will be playing in London because the the uh, Jets take on the Falcons. So Zach Wilson, okay, and Trevor Lawrence um, goes across the pond to play the Dolphins. So they are so still they, going to London. It's yeah, just not. They're still going the to London. And next year, they're talking about 16 games. 16 games going international. Wow. Like Mexico. They're talking Germany, possibly. Obviously, London, a few other places. So I think the NFL is looking to come out of this COVID shit and just like shoot for the stars with, with a lot of the different things that they're doing. And, and rightfully so to try to get some cash back. But. At any rate, all right, rock and roll, man. I got the Bears ten and uh, um, ten and seven. You got them nine and eight. So there you go, potato fans. Knock it down. We'll check and see if we uh, knew what the hell we're talking about here when they finally come down to it. You have been listening to Monday Morning Couch Potatoes. Visit our website at mondaymorningcouchpotatoes.com. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. Follow us on Facebook at and Twitter at MM Couch Potatoes. Listening to this podcast doesn't make you any smarter than you already are, you dumbass. The Monday Morning Couch Potato Podcast is for general information purposes only. Thank you for listening. I'm your huckleberry.